The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's good, everybody? Welcome in to the Early Edge and our very last regular season props extravaganza week 18 and we finally have some clarity as far as the games are concerned the nfl uh if you're wondering put out a statement today they've got all the different scenarios i encourage you to go to cbssports.com if you are interested on what's going down who's going to be uh playing but the bengals bills game will not be replayed it's going to be a no contest and they have made the adjustments for that now now i got a tweet last monday from a random fan and they said, man, I had a horrible weekend. Oh, your props were terrible. I was like, our props? So I tweeted back at the young gentleman. I said, not our props. And he goes, oh, my bad. That was a different show. I said, clearly that was a different show because our show did this. Oh, let that resonate for a second. 11-1. And then, of course, the Josh Allen came off the board. 11-1. and one. Let me let's just sit up there for a second. 11 and one. And Uncle Dave coming in strong. Perfect five and oh. So they've been waiting in the wings. They are chomping at the bit. They've been ready all week to go. And I'm about to unleash the greyhounds, unleash the dogs. Let's bring in the stars of the show because you know them, you love them. They've been putting so much cash in your pocket. They are set to go. So, out of respect for the five and oh man, ladies and gentlemen, on loan. From fantasy football today, he is our very own Uncle Dave Richard. Happy New Year, sir. Happy New Year, Coach, and everybody else out there. It's great to hang out. It's great to help you guys. I love getting the tweets saying, hey, that prop you suggested, I liked what you said. I took it, and it hit. It's always better than the props or the tweets, rather, that come out and they say, hey, your prop sucked. I blew it, (laughs) and I'm never going to follow you again. Same energy as always, guys. Doesn't matter if I went five and zero or zero for five. I'm just finding the props that I believe in the most, sharing them with you. And I think the early edge universe is realizing because we've educated them that nobody wins them all. They don't. You just got to get in, keep your head down, keep grinding, and don't insult anybody. Now, next, <clears throat> he is the counselor of cash. He is Sia Najad. Sia, good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon. You know, I'm really excited we were able to 
get all these picks in because it's a tough week, right? With not a lot of teams having a lot of motivation, but I got to say, I'm really confident in the picks I've got today. And, and I've put a couple of them on Sportsline, by the way. So if you're a Sportsline member, you have already had access to two of my picks that I'm going to share with you in a few moments. Yeah, the props for the NFL, they've been live for a couple of weeks. So whether it's uh, CEO or Dave or Prop Stars, they are up there within the game that the pick is made. Finally, this man has an article every single week. And when he loses even one game, my phone just lights up because he hates it so much. And the man's on our team. Proppy two tops. Prop stars. Good afternoon. Coach, good afternoon. Uncle Dave, cousin Sia. Very excited to go 11 and 1 last week on this very show collectively. I think we can top it this week. Okay. And I know that we promised last week to do some players with incentives. We've just kind of decided to keep it simple this week with all the stuff that's flying around and all the information. We're going to stick to props. And then over the weekend, we'll kind of throw it into the different shows. But this has just been a weird, a weird week. And so we uh, appreciate everybody just being very patient with us as we roll the shows out a little bit later, except for this show, uh, than what we're used to. So very few games, gentlemen, that we are getting into because in week 18, historically, you got to be very careful. There's usually only a few games you can actually bet on, and props is even more difficult. So if you guys don't mind, let's jump into it. Two big games on Saturdays, and they both mean something. Game number one, 4.30 p.m. Eastern time. It's the Chiefs on the road in Las Vegas to take on a Raiders team that is very much live. They took the 49ers to the wire last week, scoring 34 in the process. Chiefs show up. They're laying nine. Total 52 and a half. You best believe I'm playing the Raiders in this one. But the Chiefs, because of what the NFL announced today, guys, the Chiefs, if they win, will be the number one seed. No questions asked. So with that being said, Prop Stars, let's start with you because I know you love two big plays in this game. You're up first. Yeah, I do indeed, Coach. First up, we've got Devontae Adams over 78 and a half receiving yards. Devontae showed up in a big way last week, turned 11 targets into seven catches for 153 yards and two touchdowns, 32% target share with Jared Stidham at quarterback. Now he's going to face a Chiefs team that's 19th in EPA allowed per drop back, 31st in DVOA, two opposing number one wide receivers as well. I was very encouraged by Jared Stidham at quarterback, and this game should feature a ton of passing volume. So I love me some Devontae Adams over 78 and a half receiving yards. I'd play this one up to maybe 81, 82 and a half. Next up on the opposite side, I like Jarek McKinnon over 32 and a half receiving yards. McKinnon has really established himself as Mahomes' uh, second option in the passing game besides Travis Kelsey. Obviously, lots of weapons there in Kansas City, but he has really come on strong, especially recently. He's eclipsed this in three of his last four games. He's been the second most targeted player over the last month as well besides Travis Kelsey. He's also been out-snapping Isaiah Pacheco, uh, whose role has been dwindling as well. This is just a great matchup. The Raiders have given up more receiving receiving yards to opposing running backs than any team in football this year, coach. They give up over 50 yards a game just to running backs in the receiving department. That is a massive number. Mahomes is going to look to break the single season passing record this week against the worst secondary in the NFL. Give me all the cheap pieces I can find in this game. I love Isaiah Pacheco, or excuse me, I love uh, Jarek McKinnon over 32 and a half receiving yards. 
did you find a little irony, Prop Stars, that a week ago Devontae Adams was like, I came here because of Derek Carr. I came here because of him. Then he goes out. He goes bananas with Stidham as his quarterback. Hey, I want to come back. I love it here. I love the Raiders. Coach, a, a 32% target share will put all those uh, put all those concerns to bed. <laughs> right? right? He's good. Let's, let's bring Stidham in. I like that a lot. Uh, I thought that was kind of funny. But that's a typical type A receiver for you. If you, find, if you give him the ball, he's going to be happy. Now, there's a couple people in the chat that are going to be happy because one of the plays that the chat likes – Either they read the article, or this is a play up at Sportsline, or they just know that Sia is awesome. So, Sia, you're up next. Yeah, so in this case, it's me and Dave that are awesome because we both like Jared Stidham over 238.5 passing yards. Now, this line is moving a little bit. I know on the site this play is up there, and it's at 240.5 because I, I think it really moved two yards just in a few seconds. In certain places, you can, I think, still get it at 235.5. So anything between 235.5, 238.5, 240.5, that's where you're getting it. I like all of those numbers. I'd probably play it up to 244.5, and then I'd – call it quits there. I don't think it'll get that high, but this is a situation where a couple things are happening for us. First of all, we have Stidham who looked really good against a very imposing Niners defense and gets a much better matchup against Kansas City. Not to mention the fact that Kansas City is likely going to have to going to push the Raiders to actually have to score some points because of how prolific that offense is. So we've got a good matchup. We've got a good game script and we've got a Stidham explosion from last week. So it, there's a lot of things kind of in play here. The only other thing and the reason why the line might have gone up a couple yards is it looks like Josh Jacobs, who has kind of secured the rushing title. He hasn't really because he's only leading Nick Chubb by 160 yards and, and Derrick Henry by 180 yards, but basically kind of, you know, has this kind of ironed out. He might not play a full complement of snaps. If that's the case, then we're looking at guys like Zamir White, Amir Abdullah, some of those complementary players. And the long and short of it is they are not going to be as effective in the rushing game if Josh Jacobs doesn't get a full complement of snaps. What does that mean? That means more passing attempts from Jared Stidham and more yards, again, in a nice game strip. So give me Jared Stidham over 238 and a half passing yards. My other prop in this game, is Darren Waller over 32 and a half receiving yards. I love what we've seen from Darren Waller since coming back from injury, which is the last three weeks. He's got 72, 58, and 48 yards. Now, when we think of tight ends, we think of guys like Pat Fryermuth, for example, an early edge favorite who kind of have those low A dot targets. That's not the case here. Not only is Stidham throwing it downfield, but he's throwing it downfield to guys like Darren Waller. So you might not get as many targets with Waller, but you're certainly getting the, the targets downfield. And I think he's established a really good rapport with Jared Stidham. So I, I really like this play over 32 and a half receiving yards. It became very apparent early in the game last week why the Raiders wanted to give Stidham a chance in this offense. He looked awesome. He looked awesome. And Dave, because of that, why did you also like his passing yarders this week? He averaged 10.7 yards per attempt on 34 attempts. It's awesome. And if you go back and you watch how he played on target a good amount of the time, some really good decisions with the football this is a Chiefs defense. They're seeing 36.3 pass attempts against per game, 244.9 passing yards attempts, uh, not attempts, passing yards allowed against them per game. I, I think that Stidham's going to be in line to not have the game that he had last week, but 250, 260 yards. I think he can get there. Even if this line goes as high as 245.5, I would take the over. Do you know why I love this play? They're not playing in Kansas City. It, weather's not an issue. They have a beautiful stadium in Las Vegas. It's a fast track, and the Chiefs' defensive backfield is horrendous. 
take it from a Chiefs fan. It's been driving me bananas for years. This is a perfect spot for a 30 spot and a 280, 300-yard day. Cash the ticket, and let's all just meet at the pay window. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now, game number two on Saturday. And this one means everything. Now, I know because R.J. White told me on the Mega Preview, Coach, there is the chance that the Jags could. Yeah, it would take like eight things to happen. Let's just say whoever wins is in, whoever loses is out because that's what's going to happen. Okay? So, Titans and the Jags. And the Jags in a winner-take-all game laying six and a half. Total sitting on 40. Dave, you got some guts, big boy. You got some guts, sort of. Because I think your play will play directly into the game script that a lot of people think is going to happen. Start us off. It's Josh Dobbs going over 29 and a half pass attempts, and it's at minus 103, so the odds are kind of in our favor. And I know the Titans, they've got Derrick Henry, and they're going to want to try and ride him as much as they can. But this coaching staff should have some confidence in Dobbs after his 39 pass attempt game last week. And I think the matchup is conducive to Dobbs going over this number as well. Jacksonville has seen 35.8 pass attempts per game, including 30 or more in 11 straight, including 38 against the Titans in week 14. And that's when they had Ryan Tannehill under center. I don't think they're going to be scared to let Dobbs throw it a little bit. I think he proved that he can hang and do that job. 30 attempts, that's all we need from him. He's going to get there on uh, on Saturday against the Titans. Dave, what about his yard? It's over 182 and a half. It's minus 114. Big cheese, he's asking. I like the attempts more than the yardage, um, but I, I don't hate the yardage either. You bring up a very good point that the coaches cannot protect them anymore. This is the playoffs. There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. See you. What do you got? Well, just one thing I wanted to point out in support of this play, just the idea of Joshua Dobbs passing. I think a lot of people might be thinking, well, he's only been with the Titans for 15 days. What kind of extensive game plan will there be for him to be throwing it around like that? Well, we talked about it when he was only on the team for eight days when we had that uh, Monday night preview or might have Mm -hmm. been Sunday night preview. This is a guy who was an aerospace engineering major who maintained a 4.0 GPA throughout his college career. This is if you were going to handpick one guy to absorb a playbook in 15 days or in his case last week, eight days, it's Joshua Dobbs. So I think there is confidence in giving him sort of the whole purview of the playbook, at least, you know, with maybe some limitations. But but I could see him chucking it around if they have to. I didn't want to bring this up because it's a little embarrassing for me. But when I was at ESPN, they called me the Joshua Dobbs of Sports Center. I've heard they that. They, have you heard that too? It's crazy. I've heard it that. Crazy. Not too many people knew what they were talking about, but I did. I did. 
Uh, all right. Now, see ya. Thank you for that added bonus information. But I'm going to make you sit for a second because I'm coming to Prop Stars because I'm looking down and I got to tell you, I got to tell you, if the Jags are going to win this week, they've got a couple of players that have to play great. One of them is in their offensive backfield. Proppy, you're up. Yeah, and I'm fading him, coach. It's a guy that we've been. Sorry, I was just kidding. It's a guy that we've been backing all season long as well. It's Travis Etienne under 67 and a half rushing yards. Listen, I know we have rode this guy all season, but this could not be a better spot to fade him. I will lay out why. First up, he's playing a Tennessee defense that is first in EPA allowed per rush, second in rushing DVOA. This is the best run defense in the NFL when Jeffrey Simmons is active coach Jeffrey Simmons has appeared in 14 games this season how many running backs do you think have gone over 68 rushing yards coach with Jeffrey Simmons active I'm gonna guess zero just one and that was in week one and that was Saquon Barkley this defense is so dominant when Simmons is active which he is going to be uh, on Saturday so absolutely love fading Travis Etienne here under 67 and a half yards I'd play this one down to 62 and a half yards uh, as well so this is just a great spot to fade him the last time these two teams hooked up he had 17 carries for only 32 yards on the ground as well then on the other side of things we are going with Chigo Ziam Okonkwu over 23 and a half receiving yards if you haven't watched the Titans he has been one of the lone bright spots on their offense he's a rookie tight end fifth round pick has really asserted himself over the last second half of the season Uh, he's gone over this line in eight of his last nine games as well the Jags give up the fifth most yards to opposing tight ends they're 31st in DVOA to opposing tight ends. So this is just a great number and a great matchup. Very low number. Love Okonkwu over 23 and a half receiving yards. I'd play this one up to 26 and a half. Okay. Very, very good. Now, technically, what I said probably was not incorrect. They they would like ATN to have a good game, right? They would like him to play well. So that wasn't entirely incorrect. I was wrong. That's my bad. I just don't think he's going to coach. I understand. I understand. I'll be happy to you know, cash a ticket and, and watch Trevor Lawrence throw for 400 yards because I'm on the Jags this week. They will win in a blowout. Mark it down. Now, see ya. Speaking of Trevor Lawrence, I think he has now arrived. I think he has shown the entire NFL and the NFL fan base that he's a legit NFL star quarterback. But to be in that category, you got to win games like this, and you got to throw everything in the kitchen sink into the mix, which means you also have to do what? Well, you got to be able to rush the ball, too, if you're Trevor Lawrence. I think I think that's what's going to end up happening here. Trevor Lawrence over 14 and a half rushing yards at minus 115 is the play. He's exceeded this number in six of his last eight games where he's played an actual full complement of snaps. I take last week out of that in the Texans blowout. But you got a mu- you got a must win game here, obviously, and and, and there's not going to be like you said for, for the last bets we talked about. You're, you're not going to be holding anything back. And again, Trevor has been rushing the ball. I you know what's interesting about the Titans is they're getting healthier. It's not just Simmons on the defensive line, but it's also the defensive backfield. So I actually think that's important in in with this bet because I don't think it's going to be it's going to be easy for him to throw, but maybe not quite as easy with that defensive backfield getting much much healthier. So you come off a read and you you tuck the ball and, and you run. I think we're going to see one or two extra ones of those from Trevor Lawrence, but he's been doing that anyway. So 
you, you add to the fact that the Titans rush defense is so good, so stout. What does that mean? More throws against the Titans. That's what every NFL team does. What do more throws mean? It means more dropbacks, more opportunity for QB rushes. Give me the over 14 and a half rushing yards for Trevor Lawrence. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. And the beauty of having two Saturday games this week, guys, is that they can be playing with house money by the time we get to Sunday, which is exactly what's going to happen because you three are savages. So just two games on Sunday that we feel confident in that we can play a prop in. Remember, and remember, especially for you young bettors out there, this is not the week to bet every game. This is not the week to even hope for certain games. You got to bet games that matter. Have to bet games that matter. Now There's the always another week. Thank you, Dave. There's always another week. This is the most difficult, erratic week of the entire NFL season. Now, the Steelers are still mathematically alive. They very much are in the playoff hunt. They need some things to happen. But the bottom line is they're going to be playing to win. 1 o'clock Eastern, they're laying 2.5 to total 40.5. and a half. They're taking on the Browns. And the Browns, they've been out of it for a few weeks. But they've been playing hard. They got Deshaun Watson. They're trying to get this team ready for next year with Deshaun Watson as their quarterback. So this is not a throwaway game for the Browns either. So, Dave, I'd love to start with you because, first of all, the Steelers have to win to have any shot. And lately, they've been looking pretty good with Kenny Pickett under center. Who do you like this week for the Steelers? They've been looking pretty good with Najee Harris running the rock. So I'm mm -hmm. going to keep up Najee running the football over 71 and a half rushing yards at even money. He's gone over this in five of his past eight. He's actually hit 17 or more rush attempts in each of these five games. I would look for that number, too, if you can find the rush attempts. And in the past six games, the Browns have allowed 4.8 yards per carry to running backs and a couple of touchdowns on top of it. And running backs have averaged at least 23-point run rush attempts per game on the Browns. That's over the bounce of the season. But there's a cherry on top. The Browns sent home Jadavion Clowney their highest-graded run defender on that D-line this season. He's not playing. He'll never wear a Browns uniform again, and it's just a bigger piece of the pie for Najee Harris to rumble for probably close to 100 yards against these Browns. What I just saw that because I was I was golfing with my son this morning, so I rushed back and I was doing work for the show. I just saw a headline. What was the issue? I saw Garrett's said the headline said Garrett not happy with Clowney or the Clowney decision. What Clowney said that there was a 95% chance he wasn't going to be back with the Browns next year because he wanted to be effectively said he wanted to be with a coaching staff that appreciated him. Oh. That did not sit well with the coaching staff, and they they told him to enjoy his offseason. He's probably on a plane to Cabo as we speak. You know, last time I checked, if I was a coach in the NFL and I had a stud, I could overlook that. And maybe there's some truth to it, too, is what I'm saying. He's a stud, but. We'll see what happens. Dave, thank you very much. It is rare that you have three <clears throat> over-rushing props in the same game from three different players, but that's what we have today. So, see, I'm coming to you next because you're on the <clears> – <throat> I'll let you tell me. What side of the fence are you on, sir? Yeah, it's interesting because I think Dave and my pick are both coming in. I genuinely thought that before I even realized Dave had a pick on Najee Harris. But give me the backup. Jalen Warren over 27 and a half rushing yards. Actually put this on the site at Sportsline as well uh, an hour or so ago. Listen, we, we know, and, and I think Dave sort of set this out. It's a great matchup. And we talked about Jadavian Clowney. It'd be a good matchup anyway, but it's certainly a better matchup now. And we know the plan of attack for the Steelers against the Browns. 
the, you want to win the game. You want to win the game by rushing the ball, limiting turnovers, obviously. So Najee Harris will get his work. Last week he had 22 carries. Well, that certainly didn't leave much for Jalen Warren, did it? Oh, wait, he had 12 carries. And for the record, he was even more efficient than Najee Harris. Najee Harris was good, 5.0 yards per carry. But Jalen Warren, 6.3 yards per carry. He was really good between the tackles. And again, with this game plan, with this game script, I see the Steelers running the ball a ton. So to me, 22 carries and 12 carries, 34 total carries, is not out of the question. I just really like the spot. He's been averaging, by the way. It's not not really a flash in the pan. Jalen Warren's been averaging almost 10 carries over the last three games. I expect him to be in that 8-10 to 10 range, especially flashing some efficiency as of late. So give me Jalen Warren over 27.5 rushing yards at minus 115. And yeah, I'll tag along the Najee Harris play too. They'll both hit it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I love when Sia throws a little arrogance out there. I'm here for it. A little? I'll throw both of them. I'll play both of them. I don't care. Now, (laughs) Droppy, you're on the other side of the fence. Because they have, meaning the Cleveland Browns, have a running back that doesn't matter if they're in the playoffs or not. This dude comes, he brings his lunch pail, he brings his dinner pail, he brings it all because he loves to play football. Who am I talking about? You are talking about Nick Chubb, coach. He is such a professional. I love him this week. Over 70 and a half rushing yards. Inexplicably, we are getting a big discount. He is playing this game, and he is going to play a full complement of snaps. He's averaging 90 rushing yards per game. He's eclipsed this in four of his last five games, 12 of 16 games this season. That's a 75% hit rate. Going against the Steelers team, that's 19th in EPA allowed Per rush. This is a good matchup as well for Nick Chubb, uh, who I love this week, over 70 and a half rushing yards. I play this one up to 74 and a half. I think the Browns are going to be a team to watch next year. I really, really do. They've got a great in place. They've got a franchise quarterback now that seems to be moving past all of those issues, at least publicly. So I think the Browns are going to be a team to watch next week. All right, we got one game left. And even though we only have one prop, I'm going to get thoughts from everybody on this game because this is to me the game of the week it's Sunday night football the Lions need some help they need to win and they need the Seahawks to lose for the Packers boy they can send a big old fat Christmas present to the Washington Commanders thank you Sia thank you Sia no because problem they lose very predictable <laughs> you're like we kind of knew that was gonna happen uh so with that loss last week the Packers oh the heavens just opened up for them if the Packers win they are in. And if I would have told you five weeks ago, you would have said, Coach, crazy. Crazy like a fox, baby. So, with that being said, Aaron Rodgers, he told everybody, if we can get things going, Dave, we can make some noise. Well, that noise might just be in the playoffs next week. But if they're going to do it, 
They need their future Hall of Famer. Talk to me. This one's just planned in the narrative, and it's what I think. I think it's what everybody wants to see on Sunday Night Football. Aaron Rodgers helping the Packers make the playoffs, and the way he's going to do that is by throwing the football over 34 and a half times at minus 123. Teams against the Lions, they're attempting 33.3 pass attempts per game. That's close to 34.5. But before week 16, that number was more than 34.5. It was 35.0. That's the number that we're looking for. And this is set up for the Cinderella finish for Rodgers at home, prime time, lowly Lions, although they've been pretty good this year compared to prior years. They are good against the run, bad against the pass. I think we're going to see Aaron Rodgers take the wheel, lead Green Bay to a playoff game where they will get unceremoniously blown out in the first round. But first, <laughs> they'll beat the Lions, and Aaron Rodgers will throw 35 or more passes in one. Dave, why are you being so kind to the Lions secondary? You said they were bad, right? You said yes. they were bad. They're, that, horrendous. That being They're horrendous. That's being kind. That's being kind. They're awful. Awful, 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 awful. Alex, what do you got, big boy? I uh, just wanted to point something out real quick. I'm going to preface this by stating, Uncle Dave, you are my favorite <laughs> uncle. However, this is not my favorite play. So if you would like, Dave... I will take the under 34 and a half passing attempts and challenge you to showdown on this very prop. Wow. See, ya, see, ya, me and you just got to step back. Let's let's let them yeah. work this out. Dave, Dave, the floor is yours. Bring it on, little nephew. Okay. That, that's not that's not what you say. It's not what you bring it on, little nephew. I've never even heard that. How about Dave? Try this <laughs> to see if this will work. Uh, Snake, hit the music. I had a feeling that might work. I had a feeling that might work. No, we had a graphic for the showdown. I wasn't even sure if that was the thing. This is literally the first showdown that we have this year. It's this year. 18, is it really? And we haven't had a conflicting prop yet. We haven't. We have, we have production now, Dave. We have production. <laughs> that was great. That, that was, was amazing. Great. Like, I'm getting ready to, like, stand up and dance and all that stuff like I used to do it. But we have we had a graphic. Oh, I guess that's better I, than me dancing. I would love to see you dancing. Uh, I will see it. Give me what? two seconds. I got to set the stage here. All right. So here's the number 34 and a half pass attempts. If it goes to 35, Alex sends Dave $100 cold hard cash. The other way around, boom. And it has to be paid by midnight on said game day, which is Sunday night. Now, see ya. What do you got, big boy? Uh, a couple things real quick. So you, we, uh, there were some people in the chat, and I know we had referenced some incentives, and I certainly don't have the comprehensive list in front of me, but I did want to mention Jamal Williams just needs one touchdown to tie the Detroit record. That would be tied with Barry Sanders. So I, I'm not saying you should really factor that in. I wanted to point it out, but I also wanted to point out a few that just sort of caught my eye. C.D. Lamb needs 10 receptions uh, to set the Dallas record. Uh, Travis Kelsey and Devontae Adams need 12 catches each. Now, for, in Adams' case, that would be setting the Raider, rookie, the Raider record, and in Kelsey would be the tight end record, I believe. And then Chris Olave needs 155 yards uh, for the rookie record. So that, those, those are kind of big numbers for really across the board, but just something to bring up in, in case you want to factor that. And the other thing I want to mention is that some props have come out in the middle of our show, and I haven't had time to vet them in terms of a cross book. So I don't want to just give one out in a, in a rushed way, but I will promise you that I am going to have at least one more prop to give. Maybe it'll be on Sportsline. Maybe we'll do a video again, Coach. I'm going to leave that up to you in production. But there's one I'm staring at right now, and I just got to see where it is across the other books. So stay tuned.
All right. So we definitely want to send out. A, it'll be a video on Twitter uh, whenever C gets it done. But hopefully by the end of tonight or to, at the very latest tomorrow, we'll have a video out on uh, mm -hmm. Twitter. Uh, Dave, and then I'll come to you, Alex. There's one other big time incentive. Go for it. Week 18, whatever you want to call it. Justin Jefferson. It's a lot of yards. He needs 194 to break Calvin Johnson's single season receiving record. Oh, he's playing Ooh. the Bears. Oh, Bears defense has been bad for a long time. The Vikings are going to win this game. They might do it on the back of Justin Jefferson going for 200 yards <laughs> against Chicago to break Megatron's record. Just something I'd point out if you wanted to take the over on a Justin Jefferson prop, I'd say go for it. I would say go for it, too, because uh, the time of their game and the fact that they still have something to play for. They, they do. do. Even though they've locked up uh, playoffs, the division, all of that, they still are in play for seeding and potentially a – I mean, if things work out, they could get the – ah, there's a lot. I won't, I won't say there's a lot that could happen. But bottom line, they've got to play. They've got to play. Alex, go. Yeah, Justin Jefferson also went for 150 yards last time these two teams hooked up earlier in this season as well. So I actually love Justin Jefferson. He has his receiving line hasn't come out yet, but I will be taking a good look at his alt lines. Uh, very likely will be mentioned in my article that will drop uh, either later today or tomorrow morning. Uh, also wanted to hit on uh, Patrick Mahomes is 424 yards short of the single season passing yards record. And he's playing a Raiders team that is the worst secondary uh, uh, in the NFL. So that is another record to be aware of. Jamal Williams is four rushing yards short of his first 1,000 yard season. He gets a big, uh, hefty $250,000 bonus if he eclipses 1,000 yards. So just a couple more incentives I want to throw out there. It's one of my favorite things on week 18 to watch a player stand up and go like this. And you know that they just hit it. Like when a guy gets a sack and you know it just went over like like this. Oh, I love that. I love that. Uh, yes, Alex. Two more. I'm sorry, Coach. Real quick. Zay Jones and Christian Kirk also both have large incentives, both in receptions and yards. Uh, obviously playing a Tennessee pass funnel as well. Uh, so also two other guys to pay attention to this week when you're looking at props. See you. Go. I love last it. thing, last thing here, the, the one prop I had on the cutting room floor, as in it didn't make my props, but it was about to, was a Zay Jones prop. I was considering over 53 and a half receiving yards, and I was also considering over four and a half receptions. I backed off of that. It might be something I introduced later. The line started to get a little inflated, like that four and a half number was minus 115 yesterday, and it turned to minus 140 today. I didn't want to give it out there. If that, if that adjusts back a little bit, it might be something I consider giving out. And it's actually that prop that correlates with the under for Travis Etienne. If you go back and look at Etienne's so-so or bad games over the last month and a half, those are the games that Zay Jones really steps up in. I could see Jay, Zay Jones getting that yardage over pretty easily. I feel like we should do like a prop radio show, just kind of around. I mean, this is fun, like the last three to five minutes, just talking, just throwing things out there. By the way, there is an article up at Sports Design if you wonder about all the different incentives or CBSSports.com, one of the two. But there's a big article about all the players that have incentives this week. So I encourage you to go check it out because if you're looking for a prop, that's probably a good way to lean into it is if they have 200 grand to play for or 300,000. See, you got something? No, no, no. But, I, but I, I will agree with that. I, I will say that I almost think the prop stuff or excuse me, the incentive stuff 
is more important for the games that don't matter because it'll be a lot easier game plan wise to force feed those guys in, in games where you got to win to make the playoffs. For example, I really doubt they're thinking, Hey, let's get Zay Jones, another catch here. But again, th- those games that don't matter, they actually might be fruitful from a prop standpoint because of those incentives. And I think that's what makes the, the Patrick Mahomes one doable. The Justin Jefferson one doable be, especially with the chiefs because the Raiders are going to score and they're going to score a lot of points. So Mahomes, they've got to win that game. He's going to be throwing all day. Alex, yeah. go. Yeah, oftentimes you'll see in the games that do matter where there are guys that have incentives or bonuses, if the game is out of hand at the end, and like say I remember Darren Waller uh, when he set the Raider record for most receptions in a season, uh, the final game the Raiders were up big at the end and in an obvious kneel-down situation, they just threw like one additional pass to him. So in like in a scenario like that, I could see um, incentives or bonuses come in. But I do agree with Sia. It would require um, – I would prefer a a game that didn't have a lot to play for as far as chasing incentives or bonuses go. There's always that one coach who complains about that one throw. You're up 14. Stop it. Unless you want to give the guy the $200,000 check, shut it. That's all I got. That's coach. That's the same guy that is like the baseball unwritten rules guy. I hate that guy. I mean, absolute hate. Hate that guy. Hate that. You can't steal. Then throw him out. Period. All right. God, I love the last five to ten minutes of the show. All right. Grab your paper. Grab your pencil. Here is the recap. And I let my guys in 15 seconds or less tell you exactly why they like each one of their props. Proppy, start us off. Yeah, give me Travis Etienne, under 67 and a half rushing yards, going against the best run defense in the NFL with a healthy Jeffrey Simmons. I love the spot, fading Etienne. Only one running back has eclipsed 68 rushing yards with a healthy Jeffrey Simmons this year, and that was in week one. And we've got Nick Chubb, over 17 and a half rushing yards. He has been phenomenal this year, second in elusive rating, third in breakaway yards, going against a run defense that's 19th in EPA allowed per rush. He wants to finish the season strong. Uh, then we've got Devontae Adams, over 78 and a half receiving yards saw last week a 32 percent target share with jared Sidham at quarterback now playing a chiefs team that's also a pass funnel this game could feature a tremendous amount of passing volume as well jarek mckinnon over 32 and a half receiving yards he's really asserted himself as patrick mahomes number two option in the passing game he's eclipsed this in four of the last five games as well he's been the second most targeted player behind travis kelsey then we've got chigo ziam okonkwu over <laughs> 23 and a half receiving yards this guy's had a breakout season on the titans this is a very low number for him and a great matchup against the jaguars pass defense by the way, do you like Kelsey over 76 and a half? Uh, I do like it. I prefer McKinnon here, though. Okay, very good. All right, up next, Counselor. Who do you like this week? Take us through your best bets. Alex uh, batting 1,000 on Okonkwo pronunciations, and he went for the first and last name. That is just epic, epic stuff. Good stuff from Alex. Okay, Jalen Warren, over 27 and a half rushing yards. Listen, I think Najee Harris could get his, but I certainly think Jalen Warren can get this with only six rushing attempts, which I fully expect him to get in this game. Good matchup. Trevor Lawrence, over 14 and a half rushing yards. He's going to go all out. He's hit this in six of his last eight games where he's play, played a full complement of snaps. I like that one. Jared Stidham, over 238 and a half passing yards. This I share with Dave. We both like this, and we both know that the Kansas City defense can be exposed. I think Jacobs, if he doesn't play, is really going to help this, or if he doesn't play a full complement of snaps. Finally, this Stidham play is correlated somewhat with Darren Waller, over 32 and a half receiving yards. He's done this in his last three games. He clearly has some rapport with Jared Stidham, and I expect him to get this number on three catches, frankly. I think he can do it on one or two. Very good. Dave, talk to me. 
It's not going to be all Derrick Henry for the Tennessee Titans. Josh Dobbs will throw it a little bit over 29 and a half pass attempts. Teams do tend to throw a lot on the Jacksonville secondary. Najee Harris and the Steelers run all over the Cleveland Browns on their way to a victory and potentially a playoff berth. All they got to do is watch the Patriots and Dolphins lose and the Steelers are in and get yourself a nephew like Proppy who will <laughs> give you Aaron Rodgers over 34 and a half pass attempts without laying the juice. But I even like it if you do have to lay the juice because he's going to take the Packers on his back and lead them to the playoffs on Sunday night. See, and Mike in the chat says, how come coach never has a prop pick, though? Mike, it's very, very simple. Did you not see the recap screen at the start of the show? <laughs> we have the three greatest prop bettors in the world. I'm not going to bring that percentage down by just getting hitting like 70% of my plays. I'm just not going to do that. I'm just not going to do that. All right, now, we like to end this particular show by showing some respect to the others and finding out which one our cappers likes of the other cappers picks. And now there's been some hurt feelings the last couple of weeks because when somebody doesn't get picked, they don't like it very much. And we still went 11 and one. So <laughs> Dave, which one of the other props do you like the most? The one that stood out to me was Trevor Lawrence over 14 and a half rushing yards because we've seen it earlier this season when ETN can't get going. Trevor kind of takes it on his back. Go back and look at that Cowboys game. I believe that's one of the matchups where Trevor Lawrence got the job done on the ground. Proppy, which one do you like? I like Sia's Darren Waller prop over 32 and a half receiving hours. I think this is a good spot. I often talk about getting cheap pieces in potential shootouts. Uh, this is a great example of that. Uh, by the way, somebody's saying they see McKinnon at 36 and a half. Is that still good? I'd play him up to 37 and a half. All right, I'd get it in today. By by tomorrow, it might be over 40. That's how good my guy is. See ya. What do you like? Speaking of how good my guy is, uh, Coach, a little bit of humility on your part. You've been absolutely on fire. At least you were last week. So uh, you could absolutely be a capper on this show, in my <laughs> opinion. I'm not, I'm not just you know ingratiating myself. This is an actually uh, a true statement. I'm going to go with Travis Etienne under 67 and a half rushing yards. I do think it'll be tough sledding for him in spite of the volume. All right. Very, very good. All right, that's all the damage that we can do. Do not forget, a lot of these props are in the Saturday games this week, not the Sunday games. There is no Monday night football in week 18, so everything ends Sunday night with that Lions-Packers game as well. It's been another great season. Damn it, I love doing this show with these guys. There's only one thing left to do, and I believe you all know what that is. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these prop tickets straight to the pay window. For my entire crew, damn it, do I love them all. Uncle Dave, prop stars, the counselor of cash, seeing the job, the snake behind the scenes, always doing the work that never gets seen. I guess technically it does get seen, and it looks amazing. I am the coach. We're here every single day, multiple times a day. Just turn on your notifications, and every single time we start a show, ding, you know it. This is the only brand you need to worry about, and we like to call it the early edge. Good luck.